Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the We Believe to You Paranormal Podcast. I'm Eric. And I'm Michelle. And today's episode, we got a deep dive for you guys. Uh, we decided to go with the Nawal this time. Um, we briefly talked about it with Martin in the episode where, in his in part two of his episode, where he was talking about Bellas Artes and, and a turkey, you know, coming after the gentleman, possibly being a Nawal. And I believe he also mentioned him in the fort episode which was the, the part one uh and and when we did talk about lechuzas we briefly like mentioned them but we didn't really go you know in depth talking about them so uh yeah that, that's gonna be our topic for today but before we do get started um i went to houston this past weekend i guess it'll be a couple weekends ago for when you hear this um, but it was my brother-in-law's birthday and we were all talking out there and, and then, uh, it was cool because we all like, we started t- telling like ghost, personal ghost nice. stories and stuff like that. So it was, it was pretty fun. So you recorded um, a whole episode for us? I did not. Mm. It was, it was all in Spanish. So, so you translate I have it. to translate it, <laughs> but I mean, it was some pretty good stuff and, and I got to share a bunch of my stories and, uh, freaked out my, uh, my brother-in-law's roommate. Yeah, so she she slept with a light on. <laughs> I was I was we were going into the, I was going I think we had gone into the room already and I went to the restroom real quick and when I came back I saw the light on. So the next morning I was like, "So did you were you still awake or did you sleep with a light on?" And she goes, "I was scared, so I slept oh with a light gosh. on." Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, it's I guess I'll, I'll share the story on a. Well, I don't know if I should share the story now or share it for stories of high strangeness, but there's a reason why she was freaked out. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I want to hear the story, so you got to tell me. Um. So what happened was, I guess part of the reason why she was scared was because, um, I guess she's getting to know somebody. She really likes this person, and, uh she went to go spend the night at this person's house or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and all of a sudden she said that she heard um, like something in the kitchen and it just like started like moving dishes. Like if it was, wa- she said mm-hmm. it sounded like this, this thing was washing dishes. Uh-huh. So she like freaked out and she was like, Holy shit. and she like tried to wake up uh, the, the person that, you know, she was staying with and they're like, Oh yeah, just go to sleep. And she was like, what the fuck? And, uh, then I guess another night, I don't know how far apart this happened, but that she was spending the night there. Um, she, she, you know, was laying in bed again and she said that she sleeps closer to the door, I guess, Mm -hmm. but that like for she's sleeping, there's a mirror and it like, it kind of looks out of the door and and this person likes to sleep with the door open. So the mirror Mm -hmm. like looks out into that area where the kitchen Mm -hmm. is, I guess. Yeah. So she said that she was just like staring at the mirror and then she that she started hearing like this uh, commotion again. And like she, I guess, you know, woke up, tried to like wake up the other person. And she's like, did you just like smack me? Like not in the face or anything. But yeah. like, she was like, do you hear that? And she's like, yeah. Like she was like, yeah. But, you know, she like there was not, nothing she could really do about it. Uh huh. So like she just went like the person just went back to sleep and then. And then she was just like kind of laying there, you know, staring at the mirror. I was like, why were you staring at the mirror? Yeah. She's like, because I couldn't help it. I was like, can you imagine if you would have been staring at the mirror and like you just see something standing there? Well, that happens though. That's where that's where I thought you were going with it. Because if you stare in front of a mirror long, like, and that's not even like a paranormal thing. That's just like a scientific thing where your brain just starts like fucking with you. Like Mm -hmm. if you're in a dark room and you're staring into the mirror. Like yeah. you'll start seeing shit. Yeah. Anyway, well, sorry. Continue. Yeah. Well, and then so uh, that that person that that uh, that they they stayed with was actually at the party, uh, and I was talking to her and stuff like that, and um, and she told me, yeah, yeah. Well, she, when she came, like when like I, she goes, I think she brought it here. Oh. And I was like, well, why do you think that? And she's like, because nothing. I never heard or had any experiences in my apartment until she came and stayed at my house or like in my mm. apartment. I, I think it's an apartment yeah. and i was like really and i was like well have you like saged her and stuff and then she was like well the, you know 
she she seemed to be like into like into this kind of stuff and stuff yeah um because she, but she also mentioned something about her not using sage because she she mm. from what she understood only people with like native blood yeah, yeah indigenous blood could use sage to and that sage usually like takes out all energies good and bad and stuff mm. and i was like well i mean i'm sure i have indigenous in me somewhere but yeah. uh i had never heard that until she said that to me so i, I guess you just confirmed that that is true yeah i mean yeah it's or the, yeah just be just because sometimes uh white sage is um like over uh oh my god like they cultivated yeah and yeah so it, it should be more strictly for like indigenous cultures but mm. i mean you can that's why you can use like palo santo or rosemary or um cinnamon like I think copal, uh, cinnamon copal uh dragon's blood incense i forgot what she said she i think she said she used cinnamon which is the second time i've heard that brian was the first time uh brian. not brian bill bill brian yeah. bill bill uh <laughs> bill was the first time i had heard that and then she she mentioned something else but i'm not i can't remember now i did offer like i was like well if you ever want to come on the podcast we'd love to have you yeah, yeah and uh but so i need to tell my friend to give her our you know facebook information and yeah um well, well and really quick it also has to do with mirrors and it was also like a me imagine um oh my, my brother-in-law was at the place where he works he was cut he cuts hair and stuff or he does hair and uh he was looking he said that he was there and that he could hear I th- no he said that he could feel like somebody was watching him from this back room that they have mm-hmm. um where they do like microblading and stuff there oh. and but the light was off and the door was open but he said that he could feel like somebody watching him from there and yes. he kind of like looked at the room through the mirror mm-hmm. and then he turned around and looked at the uh at the room but nobody was standing there and then and then i was like dude imagine if you look back and then you just see somebody either standing in the like in the doorway through the mirror that and when you had just looked over then there was no one there and he goes well, that's why I didn't look at the mirror again, because I figured like in the scary movies, you usually look back at the mirror and there's like oh, a ghost God. standing in front of your face. He goes, so once I looked over at the at the room, he goes, I didn't even look back at the mirror. I just ran out of there. And I was like, <laughs> smart yeah. man. Yes. Smart man. That's the way to do it. Yeah. So sure. those are the kinds of things that like, you know, everybody was sharing. Like I said, like a bunch of people shared a bunch of stories uh, and they were good you know some of them were pretty good most of them were pretty good like it was like i said everybody ended up getting chills like with people like at different points and then three different people looked at like one corner of like they all looked at the same point at different times for whatever reason and mm-hmm. none of them had seen each other do it but it was weird that's creepy. so yeah would have was, loved to be in that yeah it was it was a good time man like i yeah it was a good time can I tell you uh, my little spooky update that happened to me? Of course. Okay. Well, so again, I do this market. It's nothing nothing huge, nothing grand, but I just, it's kind of nice and it has to do with family. So I thought you would appreciate it, at least, Eric. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, this holistic fair that I do, um, that I sell my, my products at and stuff, they the, like I've mentioned, there's a lot of practitioners, so mediums, psychics, like Reiki healers, and stuff like that. And sometimes um, they'll do like little like workshop like talks for like about thirty minutes or so. And the this one uh, medium in particular usually does it like almost all the time, and she always does like a, a demo. So it'll be like a group of I don't know, depends on who shows up, like six to eight people ish. And then she'll say, like, okay, so I have somebody in the room. They look like this, blah, blah, blah. They're saying this. They act like this. Does that resonate with anybody? Is that Can anyone, like, claim this, like, lost loved one, basically, right? Um, And I've, like, done them, like, three times, and no one ever comes through, like, for me. Whether it's, like, honestly, like, the times that I've done it, like, doesn't necessarily have to be grandma because I wasn't ready for it, but, like, 
our other grandma or grandpa or, mm-hmm. you know, Chalita and stuff. But anyway, so I went in there in hopes for, for something, but I nobody came through uh, per se for me. Uh, but at the very end, there is like six minutes left or something. So she's like, okay, I'm just going to do like a super quick, like rapid fire. And, um, you know, it's like essentially like somebody, it, it all is like, there's somebody here for everybody in the room, but it's just who's the loudest. And that's who's like, who, which spirit essentially is the loudest. And that's who like they decide they're going to like talk to, I guess. Um, but for this like rapid fire, she was just like, someone was coming through for for everybody right and uh so she gets to me and she was like oh, i'm trying to figure out if i should give context or say it and then give context or like not context but like i'm gonna say the story and it's not gonna make any sense we'll see uh, whatever i'll cut it we'll figure it out okay so then she gets to me and i'm like super curious who's gonna come through and she's like, I'm getting like a almost like a sisterly figure. Um, did like you know, did you lose a sister or someone who was like a sister? Like she was uh, very young, and I'm just like, nope, nope, nope. Like none of it's making sense. I was like, of course, like it's my luck, right? And it's like she used to live with you. Mm. I was like, I mean, like, we'll get there, right? But she's still alive. So I was like, no. And then she was like, well, she's playing with your hair. And I was like, oh, shit, I know exactly who that is. Because rewind, like, I don't know, four years ago or so, one of the first uh, times that I was talking with my friend that I've spoken about, and I think I've said her name already at this point, but who was kind of like introduced me into all of this. Mm -hmm. Um, It was actually one of the times when I was trying to like get rid of like an attachment. Chalita came through, who's our aunt, who our only aunt, who's you know has passed away, and uh, we've talked about her before. Um, you know, she had Down syndrome, so she was she did live with us for for quite some time, and she wasn't young, but she was very young, spirited, very childlike, exactly. Um, and you know, she was like saying that she's like sending you all this love, like blah blah blah. And she's like, Oh, and she loves your hair. She's playing with your hair right now. Mm-hmm. And so when this other medium was like, you know, very sisterly, like young, blah blah blah, it made no sense until she said she's playing with your hair. And I was like, Oh, I know exactly who that is. And so I like said it like, you know, there's my aunt. Like exactly what I just explained to you guys. Mm-hmm. um just now so it, i mean it was literally like it was that quick like it wasn't anything spectacular like amazing i mean i thought it was kind of cool um but it just she made herself known just because of, like the hair playing and like yeah it's just something that she does i guess so she loves my hair <laughs> the, the red the red hair. probably yeah uh she never saw it in life but i guess now she she loves it or appreciates it so if you ever feel anybody playing with your hair, you know who it is. I know, right? Yeah. Can't be creeped out by that. I mean, I've definitely felt like, but I always think there's like a bug in my hair or something. Like, you know, you just like lightly feel like a, mm-hmm. yeah. But maybe and, it's just her. Yeah, I was going to say, and it's probably just been her playing with your hair this entire time. Yep. Alrighty. Anyway, that's all I got. Alrighty, well then let's get into this. So, the Nawal. What is a Nawal? A Nawal is a human being who has the power to shapeshift into their tonal animal counterpart. It is tied to it is tied to the belief that a person can access power and spiritual insight by get to, connecting with the tonal animal within. So what is a tonal? It's a belief in many indigenous Mesoamerican cultures that a person who is born acquires a close spiritual connection with an animal and that that link lasts that link lasts throughout their in, throughout the entire lives of both the creatures. So the tonal could also be looked as what a person what the person looks like during the day, and the nawal is what they look like at night or the form that they take at night. Oftentimes, the the practice of nawalism is accompanied by the use of hallucinogens such as peyote, aloyuki, something like that, silo or psilocybin mushrooms, psilocybin, 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 
Psilocybin. I had it and then I lost it. Psilocybin. Psilocybin. Okay. Psilocybin mushroom. Psilocybin mushrooms. Psychedelic. Yeah. Known as Teonanakatl. That was easier for me to... That was easier for me to say than the psilocybin. That's hilarious. Because um, with the help of these herbs, they were u- they were said to be able to unlock powers of perception and insight in those performing the rituals. Uh, there, it's the word Nawal or Nawatl is derived from the. No, I'm sorry, Nawal is derived from the Nawatl word Nawat, which translates to to disguise or double or projected. Um, so yeah, I was just, I was trying to see where, I guess it talks about it towards the end. Um, it's cause I was going to take in my end. No, about werewolves. Oh yeah. Um, I guess like a, a form of this, or I guess about the whole, um, the tonal, the tonal being the, the version Mm. during the day and, and then, uh, the Nawal being at night. It could be kind of like what a werewolf is as far as like during the day, you know, they turn into the human and then on the full moon, they transform into this, you know, animalistic creature. Uh, I know in some in some lore, it they, they don't take on like a wolf, like humanoid like figure. You know how, how you normally think of a, a, a werewolf standing up on, on two feet and stuff like that. Yeah. And in some instances, the werewolves are also kind of like kind of like in twilight how they just turn into like giant wolves mm-hmm. they're not affected by the moon or anything right oh, well in this case they they don't necessarily stand up on two feet and look wolf like they just turn into actual wolves mm. so that could be like a nawal uh, or a version of a nawal and stuff like that so yeah no and and guys too like as we're reading through this you're probably going to be like but they're talking about skinwalkers but they're talking about skinwalkers yeah basically sort of it's like the a Mex- mexican equivalent to like native american um you know skinwalkers but like keep in mind these were all native people, people. so um an indigenous indigenous people so it, like yeah it could be two the different same, yeah. yeah the same thing two different words for for the same thing but mm-hmm. i mean you could say the same thing about like fairies and gnomes and like every culture has like their things, creatures that are very similar, uh, but they're called different things. So there are like some slight differences between skinwalkers and noahs, but like, for the most part, it, it's it's pretty similar. Yeah. How does someone become a Nawal? Um, So this is apparently uh, determined by your birth date. Each day is associated with an animal that has a strong and a weak aspect. So a person is born on the day if the sorry. So if a person is born on the day of the dog, they would have the strengths of a dog and also the weaknesses. So great hearing and sense of smell, blah blah blah. Um, not so great eyesight. Not so great eyesight. People who were born on days of the animal who are considered stronger or harmful often have a strong stronger magical abilities so days such as a jaguar or the puma and in aztec mythology oh no that's Des, i'm just gonna let eric say that because that's is the name of the god <laughs> the jaguar yeah uh was the protector of the of the nawalism because of his tonal or daytime appearance was that of the jaguar and he governed the distribution of wealth so it's kind of so, like zodiac signs i guess right yeah did you look up what ours were no i didn't like, I, why I, would you I, not I, well because i didn't think about it at the time and then when i was driving today i was like man i should have looked up to see what our our nawal you know like our birthday would have been like what would i search like birth date <laughs> Not wild birth date, maybe. Lame. You're a dog, aren't you? I'm a rock or a knife. Nice. It's like not even an animal. Yeah, but you're harmful. So you're probably powerful, huh? But there's not very many animals. Yeah, I'm a knife. (laughs) Uh, Personality. 
I am skillful, well-organized, can be a mechanic, social, but has difficulty in intimate relationships. Uh, conciliatory and self-sacrificing, but suppressing anger. <laughs> I mean, that last part's pretty spot on. The knife <laughs> is the, the mirror of reality. You create the sparks of divine intelligence, just like the Flintstone. Not Flintstones, Flint stone you are social not really uh i can pretend to be you're social brave skillful and hardworking, filled with divine intelligence talented and have great ideas uh you are known to be polite accommodating and selfless the ability to separate emotions from reality like slicing with the knife is your innate ability since you are very detail oriented again like cutting with the knife you are more interested in technical subjects. You are skillful in solving mechanical problems as well as you could as you could be no. Uh you could be a good craftsman. Hey! Look at that. You can even be a virtuoso for musical instruments because you can use your hands very good. This is also very true. It's kind of creepy. I I mean I think it's pretty spot on as far as like you know yeah basically like i work well with my hands and i put others before myself <laughs> no i mean i feel like all right that's that was my takeaway i feel like it's pretty spot on should i do you yeah do it oh i was like no way you're a deer a deer oh yeah. great that means i don't have a strong nawal connection is that what that is oh yeah because a deer is considered weak is a knife a strong one? I don't know. Because it's not an animal, it's so not I'm not animal. sure. I just turned into a knife. I just dropped to the floor and turned to a fucking <laughs> knife. <laughs> Let's see. Okay. Dear, you have a calm appearance, but in the inside you have a very strong character. Friendship and camaraderie are important to you. Therefore, your social circle becomes like family. Generally, you're talkative with a peaceful nature. You're violent. You're not. Just kidding. You have strong intuition and reasoning skills, which uh, make you able to speak courageously and daringly. You prefer relationships with deep love, devotion, and loyalty. I think that's accurate. You may get hurt at times, but you know how to recover quickly and move on. Even though you're a dominant figure, you seldom wish to be a leader. You are a natural-born life coach, and if you could, you would spend most of your time advising people on how they can become successful. Um, I will I will say that last part is very true. Well, I, I don't know if I consider myself dominant, but like I feel like if I really wanted to, I could lead, but I prefer not to. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'd rather let somebody else like, you know, lead and I'll like not necessarily follow, but like I'll I'll go along with I'd rather. Yeah, I just I'd rather have somebody else, you know, take the wheel. Take. Yeah, I really don't care about, you know. But if you had to, you could, and I, yeah. you'd be fine with it. Mm -hmm. like, no. I mean, it keeps going, but I don't know if. No, nah, that's good. So I'm trying to figure this out <laughs> because it's it's kind of, this Aztec one is kind of, comp not complicated, but you have to do some math, of course, with the Aztecs, yeah, right? of course. This number corresponds to your Aztec sign. So my Aztec sign would be, I guess, 20, would be 17. So that is Earthquake. <laughs> Uh, oh no! Er, 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 I don't know. It looks like earthquake, but it's it's Olean, so it's a bear. So the number seventeen, and represents beauty. People of this sign are wise and cautious with a sense of justice. They are overflowing with imagination and a daring and highly and are and are daring and highly energetic. This sign's planet is the sun and its divinity so Solotl. I think is what it is, um, but. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's Solotl. Um, well, that would make sense. Sol is sun. Mm. You are the ocelot or the jaguar. Oh, damn. Girl. Oh, shit. Is, represent <laughs> is represented by the the number 14. And it, That's and my it favorite is, number, too. And its color is black. Oh, shit. The ocelot is gifted with great strength of character and can easily become aggressive. I can, yeah. That's that's accurate. People of this sign can be calmed by the presence of a flower or monkey sign. 
the ocelot the ocelot is a feline creature found in south america and is very often unfaithful okay well unfaithful (laughs) in love a sign that just goes for it its planet is jupiter and its divinity is that's the best i'm going to be able to do that one i think that works um but yeah, so the bear and the ocelot. Oh wait, no, earth, earthquake. I guess earthquake and the ocelot. Yeah, so I'm an animal in one and of and natural disaster in another. I guess. Well, I'm a knife in one and a badass fucking animal in the next. Um. Uh, well, that yeah, was I like that. I like that last one. Let's go. Let's go with I'm an ocelot. Well then, <laughs> and and then I thought it was a bear because it says bears. But it's bears the number seventeen, um, mm. so not that. Not that. Yeah, um, yeah. And I'm a deer, so I think you're the stronger one as far as those kinds of abilities are concerned, according to this. <laughs> well, <clears throat> unless we did it wrong, then we could be. I know, right? Well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, using an automatic calculator um, was a knife, but doing math, I'm an ocelot, so. We'll go with that. <laughs> yeah. So where can Nawales be found or what regions can they be found? So it's the Nawal specifically is in Mesoamer- uh, Mesoamerica, which are cultures and historical regions in North America that extend southwards and in, include Mexico, Belize, Guatemala, El Salvador, Honduras, Nicaragua, Northern Costa Rica, yeah, and Northern Costa Rica. So because we're of Mexican descent, obviously we've, you know, we know it because of the Mexican descent. I honestly wasn't aware that this was actually a thing in other cultures as well. I mean, in further, you know, like Belize and Guatemala. Yeah, yeah. It, but it makes sense because, you know, it, it. I'm sure those indigenous peoples moved throughout that entire uh, area. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And maybe they didn't like um specifically go and like migrate to those areas but i'm sure they had some sort of trade with other indigenous peoples and stuff like that so uh it would i mean it would make sense because obviously they don't have the same gods and all that so i'm sure there are some differences but that those are the regions in in which you know like michelle was saying in in a Nawal would probably be referred to a Nawal in, in the Mesoamerican areas, while in the north, like further north, like in the where the United States, Canada, those areas, they might be called something else. I mean, we call them skinwalkers now, but I'm sure they have their own name for for what they are. Yeah, yeah. And and I'm sure there's also slight differences in the the lore of, you know what they are, how they become, like how they come to be in, in, and and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of, sorry. And a lot of the stuff that I did find was more, um, Mexican based as far as like a lot of the people that did write, write stuff or articles or whatever, Mm -hmm. uh, on websites were Hispanic, like Mexican of Mexican descent. Uh, even like Wikipedia heavily, um, mentions Mexico and not many other countries. Mm. Uh, and another page that I also looked into uh, also mentioned a lot uh, more about of the Mexican side, like Aztecs and Mayans and stuff like that, than uh, than other countries. Although I'm sure the Mayans, I mean, because where the Mayans were is really close to Guatemala too, so I'm sure uh, there's a lot of just bleeds into there. Yeah, I don't know how 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 far into like the into Guatemala and stuff the Mayan the Mayans go into so yeah yeah so mm-hmm. well like I said that feel like there's it's just like native native peoples yeah so some of the abilities of Anawal are to well one obviously trans be able to transform into an animal and um uh, we didn't talk about because I was also reading that 
the way that you, you figure out what your Nawal is is you have to go out into like a forest or like secluded area and sleep and whatever animal comes to you in your dream like that's a Nawal. I just read this. that right now but I I, I but, just yeah but I hadn't when I was like looking at these these other pages I didn't see that. Oh. Cuz mm-hmm. then the 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 other thing too that that I saw was that if a baby you have to like I guess sprinkle some like ashes in front of like a newborn baby mm-hmm. and whatever animal crosses that path first like that or crosses over the ashes first like then that's their nawal. So mm. even even like how you get your nawal is like different i guess um or there's there's many different ways so it's interesting but sorry going back to some of their abilities uh you know common examples of things that they can transform into are like jaguars pumas wolves and um mexico specifically some of the animals that um they can transform into are dogs owls bats wolves turkeys hey there's that turkey that we were talking Mm -hmm. about or martin was talking about um, and then they'll take on the ability of their spirit animal in their, uh, if their Nawal was, uh, help me out, Eric. Sensotl. Sens- uh, no, Sensotle. Sorry. Sensotle. Sensotle. Yeah. Sens- anyway, <laughs> that, um, which is uh, a type of mockingbird. And so, you know, if it's a mockingbird, then the person would have the ability to sing, um, you know, a hawk would give you improved vision or a wolf increased sense of smell and ocelot improved hearing. Um, How's your hearing? I was going to say it's shit now because like of all the loud music, drumline, having to uh, listen to music like on level 11 or as loud as I can and then going to concerts and being right by the speakers and like, why are my ears ringing? I don't know. Uh, And not wearing earplugs. So it's shit now, but hey. Maybe it used to be good. <laughs> um, it is said that the more powerful the sorcerer, the more likely they were able to take the shape of their spirit animal and not just their abilities. And so this is where you get into like shapeshifter. Oh, like, huh? Yeah. No, no, no. I was going to say this is what I was talking about, too, that since you were uh, like you're oh. an ocelot or whatever, that you, you're a more powerful sorcerer. So I can turn into an ocelot. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they can also remove curses that have been cast by other Nawal. So if you have a, a curse, it could probably help you out because I'm an ocelot. Or a knife, yeah, I don't know. That's probably why you were able to get rid of uh, the stuff that was in the house the first time. Maybe. I didn't know what I was doing, but I did it. Natural abilities there. JK. Are Nawal good or evil? Well, that depends on the person. If the person is good, then they will be more than likely trying to use their abilities for good and vice versa. So if they're bad, obviously, they're going to try and curse people and you do evil shit, attack people at Bellas Artes as turkeys. Oh Although I think the, the, the I think if, Mar- if what I remember Martin said that the man swung that the did he oh, swing yeah. the thing first? Mm, I don't know if he swung remember. it first. Well, or, anyway. Yeah thing is the the point is the turkey attacked yeah uh it also depends on who you ask in some indigenous communities the nawal is part of their religious hierarchy mm-hmm. and the community will often know who the nawal is tolerating tolerating them fearing them and respecting them and these communities is where the nawal is more likely to be con- uh, contacted to lift a curse placed by another nawal in other communities being accused of being a nawal is equivalent to being a witch and could mean that the person uh, is violently attacked by the community. The belief in animal spirit companions is exclusive to indigenous peoples. For the mixes, chinantecos, triquis, and tacuates. Not to be mm-hmm. confused with tacuaches. No que ma que. No que, I, I don't know what that I, means. You don't? Oh my God. I dude. mean, like. You've heard it, right? You've heard? Like, no que ma No, it doesn't burn. I don't know. The, uh, have I been away from Brownsville t- for too long? Is this new? You've probably been away from the internet because Doc Watches is, well, maybe like a... No, I mean, I, I know that Doc Watches. I just yeah. the no kemaka. I've the, no, never... the, the no kemaka thing is because supposedly like they drive trucks and stuff. So they ask kema or no kema, meaning does it like peel out, burn out and stuff like that. Oh. And if like it's an, I guess it's an insult for them to say, nah, no kemaka, like, like oh. your truck doesn't 
peel out or whatever because it's not powerful enough. It's a thing. Sorry. I threw it in <laughs> thinking you'd understand, but I guess not. No. Mm, never mind. All right. Sorry. Those who can control their Nawal or alter ego are considered protectors of the people, natural resources, and the culture. I also, well, there's still another part to this, um, like what, what, how they're looked at in, in um, Mexico. But I, um, I was also reading that they're not necessarily only like, it's not necessarily that they only change into the animals, but they're able, like they're not wild, which are there, you know how at the beginning I said they could be t linked to an animal, like with their, their lives are linked. Yeah. Well, the, the animal could be their familiar. So, oh, okay. yeah. So like the person can, can like, I guess, use the hawk to see at greater distances mm. or use them to uh, like an owl or something like that as a familiar. You know, you know I mean, yeah. of course, you know what I mean? No, no yeah. <laughs> but no, uh, I'm trying to think of a show I just saw. I feel like I saw like fairly recently where the guy could like essentially like take control over let's say like an, a hawk or whatever and then mm -hmm. he could see what the hawk was seeing and like almost like if he was using like a drone right and like could like mm -hmm. be sneaky and like he was in control of the bird or and it was any animal i think but i'm like trying to fucking remember what show or movie it was i mean assassin's creed does that it was like almost i don't think it's game of thrones I don't know. Anyway, that's kind of what that reminded hold me on, of. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Now I feel like I know what you're talking about. Yeah, right. Um, they were they were in battle, right? I think so. Was it was it The Witcher? Maybe. It, I f maybe probably because it was because the other show that I was gonna say was. Oh, I already forgot what it's called. With Jason Momoa, where everyone's blind. Oh, um, Seers or C? Yeah, C, right? Is what it's called. Yeah, but I so. no, I think I think it was probably The Witcher then, because it was kind of that same Game of Thrones vibe, like old times, I guess, or whatever. But it's probably The Witcher. Are you looking it up? Yeah, but uh, I'm sure I'm not gonna find it. Um, that sounds that sounds right, The Witcher. I feel like it could be that, but I feel like I know what you're talking about. Like, like I feel like it, it was in season one at the very last battle or something. Maybe, maybe I don't know. I feel like or they killed the bird else. too at one point, like because they found it him out or they found out that he was able to do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it might have been. The Witcher. I think even in Game of Thrones, the brother that's in the wheelchair. Is able to do shit like that, so With I might the ravens, not... no? Yeah, so I might I've not be wrong on Game that. But I think I think the image that I have in my head is actually from The Witcher. Mm -hmm. But I, I mean, I think there's kind of Game of Thrones. What's his name? That brother could kind of do stuff like that too. Um, yeah. Anyway, that's not important. <clears throat> so in Mexico. Uh, in rural Mexico, the Nahuatl is synonymous with a brujo or a wizard or one who is able to shapeshift, drink blood from human victims, steal property, and cause disease, among other things. <laughs> In Oaxaca specifically, Nahuales are believed to be evil shapeshifting witches, which is common in both indigenous and mestizo populations. Mestizo is um, mixed blood, so Spaniards with in, uh, indigenous people. Uh, yeah. Mestizo. How do you say mix in Spanish? Mezclado. mezclado. Oh, there you go. It's kind of similar. Yeah. Okay, so where can we find Nawales? Um, and not find like geographically, but in history. Oh, or like see, in, I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so where else in other cultures or in history, like Eric mm -hmm. was saying, can we find them? So in 1955, Gustavo Correa? Yeah, like okay, Korea, but in Spanish. Oh. oh, nice. Gustavo Correa suggested it was no it was not pre-Columbian and that it was in, imported from Europe via the Spaniards. He compared it to the medieval be belief in werewolves. So again, like, yes, but no, because werewolves come out on full moon and blah, blah, blah. Whereas these mm -hmm. guys can, they don't need the moon. 
shapeshift folklore is not limited to Europe or the Middle Ages. Shapeshifting can be found in the Bronze Age, Eastern Semitic Epic of Gilgamesh, and East Asia's Hulijing, yeah, Hulijing mm-hmm. um, which is 18th century at the very latest. Um, Hulijing translates translates to fox spirit and are Chinese mythological creatures capable of shape-shifting and can either be benevolent or malevolent spirits, so good or bad. Um, the nine-tailed fox being the most famous. And remember, we talked about the na- nine-tailed fox demon that was inside that rock that, that came was out in, when it Yeah, broke. well, and that, that was, was in Japan, Japan. yeah. That's so true, I guess they true. have also have, like, similar, you know, mythologies and... yeah. See, I told you guys, it was like everyone has like their creatures that are just kind of similar. Like even mm-hmm. like Bigfoot. Did we ever figure out if it was Bigfoots or Big Feet? I don't think <laughs> I know. Uh, anyway, um, werewolves are neither the only nor the earliest form of folkloric therianthropy, which means shape-shifting from human to animal. I learned a new word today. Uh, so as we usually do with deep dives, if we're talking about some sort of cryptid or anything like that, we like to pull some stories from the internet. And so let's get into some of those. Um, first off, when I like initially started looking, everything was in Spanish and I was like, I don't want to translate all this. (laughs) So, but luckily I was able to find some in English. Um, so this one is from Gabrielle LV. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just titled Nawal Encounter. And so it says, seven years ago, I was camping near my local town here in Mexico. I was part of a brigade of Boy Scouts, and I remember that one of our leaders invited us to explore the forest. After 30 minutes of looking for some wood, the leader gave us an alert that in front of us was an old man uh, doing something strange. This was weird because people weren't able to enter the forest after 8 p.m. So we were all really confused about his presence. We were there because the leader reserved the place to give us a special badge. The badges are kind of different here in Mexico. So this one was about exploration using camping material and teamwork. Anyway, after staring at the old man, he put he put himself in a crouching position. After five minutes, the old man disappeared. And the only thing that was in front of us was this big dog with blue eyes. We started running back to the camp to tell the other kids what, what what we had just witnessed. The oldest member of our brigade told us a story of Nawals. Nawales. Nawals. Um, it's a Mexican legend that states that special per- people, persons, can transform into certain animals with a specific purpose. Others say that they are lost spirits trying to search for peace in the afterlife, which is also vaguely like something that I've heard about like with skinwalkers as well. Um, That night, the leaders decided to move the tents to a little bunker up the hill. In the night, all the kids were paranoid about the event, so they decided that they were going to be safer in a little bunker. After that experience, the brigade decided that the exploration badge was going to be canceled for (laughs) some time. (laughs) That's pretty funny. Um. But but so like as I was reading that, someone else um had commented and had another experience. So I pulled that one and I wanted to read that one too. Um and this one's from Eats Baby Eats Babies with Z's instead of S's. That's so weird. maybe it's in a one. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, it is super weird, but it's also Reddit, so I would expect nothing less. Um so this one says, oh my God, I'm sorry. I just read the TLDR. What's TLDR? Do not like not to share. Too, I think- too long. It's like a summary of like what, um, what the story is. I mean, oh, it's not really it, a long story, but what? Oh, it's cause I was like, I literally just saw that one on my story. Yeah. It's just like a summary. Yeah. Like a quick, too long didn't read is mm. what what it means but anyway so bear with me for i'm a horrible storyteller so off to a great start my great grandfather 
Yeah. My great-grandfather lived all his life in a small town in Mexico. He married seven times because all his wives died. My grandma is from his first marriage and her three brothers from the last marriage. Yeah, because this is a great, great grandparent. My grandma is from his first marriage and her others. Okay. Does everyone understand? Do I need to read that again? Can you read it again, teacher? Yes. Yeah, okay. (laughs) So this is the storyteller's great-grandfather. Okay. So his grandmother, Mm -hmm. the storyteller's grandmother, was from his first marriage. And her three brothers were from the seventh marriage, I guess, or the last Mm -hmm. marriage. So, um, but let me just read that again. My great-grandfather lived his whole life in a small town in Mexico. He married seven times because all his wives died. My grandma is from his first marriage, and her three brothers are from his the last marriage, his last marriage. He had been seeing a woman from the same town for some time, but he ended it because a rumor started that she wanted to get rid of my grandmother by using some kind of witchcraft. The woman didn't take it well and told him loud and clear that he would never be happy with any other woman and swore this. My grandfather moved away and married several times, and each time the woman died. After some years, he went back to his hometown to work the land, and the woman started harassing him again. One day, on his way uh, on his way to work, he said a bird was following him, a strange bird he couldn't identify. The bird started doing this weird flight where it would dive to my grandmother's head um flap or like flap its wings around him mm-hmm. and then fly up again my grandfather always carried a machete so he took it out and waited for the bird to fly low again he finally swung the machete and cut a small part of the uh, bird's wing causing it to fall to the ground he charged for it with the intention of killing it and when the bird said no, Frank, stop. It's me, the woman. He stopped in shock and asked it to leave him alone and his daughter alone, or he was going to kill her right there. <laughs> the bird answered, Yes, Frank, I'm sorry. I promise you I will leave you alone and you will never see me again. My great grandfather spit on her, turned around, and went home. He said he never saw her again, that the woman left town some time later, and some people who got to see her before she moved claimed that she had missed her arm from the elbow down. And he says, sorry, I'm on mobile, which would explain why it was so hard to fucking read. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, oh, and then the TLDR that I was like, oh shit, what am I about to read? Was, man's booty call is actually a Nawal and leaves town with a cool scar. um so yeah i mean i don't know about the whole like speech thing like that's why i'm like but uh that i mean i feel like i've heard that before or like that's some sort of legend or and and it's it's like in a mexican folklore too where they cut off something of some animal and then oh, it we, like we, ends up the lechuzas. Right? We talked okay, about was it with it? the okay. lechuzas. Yeah. That's right. Okay. I was like, we've done this before, I heard. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, right. And then it was like a piece of like a human, you know, body or some shit. Yeah. Um so yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, when you mentioned that I was like, oh we talked about that with the lechuzas. Yeah. Dude, okay, I'm still okay. thinking about that fucking thing that you mentioned with the the show or movie or whatever that you saw that <laughs> like, and I can, I feel like I can picture it, but I can't remember. But anyway, I'll, I guess I'll look for it afterwards and then I'll just, you know, well, if we do find it, we'll bring it up in the next episode also. Okay. So this is my mom's encounter with a Nahual Mexican or in an parentheses, it says Mexican skinwalker by that lightsaber boy for three years ago. My mom recently shared a strange and creepy experience she and her siblings and parents witnessed when she was younger at around six years of age. My mom is a very elegant, classy, prim and proper woman who would not be the type of person to lie about this just to scare someone. Also, my aunts and uncles have verified this story individually. TLDR at the end. My writing typing style has always tended to have lots of details, so I'm going to be long. Rest in peace, my past lazy 
English teachers. I wrote those mm-hmm. down mainly from my mom's perspective, but added other finer details that my aunts and uncles provided to keep the, to create the complete picture. My grandparents, mother, aunts, and uncles, aunts and uncles, temporarily lived in a small village slash town in Mexico with a population of about a thousand people scattered throughout the hilly landscape. Later on in the comments, I think he mentions it's a town in but. Be- uh, it's Veracruz, or a town in Veracruz. Veracruz is a state in Mexico. Mm. Um, they lived at the bottom of one of the larger hills, or a cerro, that could take a couple of hours to hike to the very top. My grandparents were relatively poor, my grandfather making it making just enough to provide for their necessities by working at a sugarcane field. But yet, they lived in one of the nicer homes because of its proximity to the hill and an alleged witch's house at the top of that hill. Locals stayed away from the house, and rent was cheapest there out of all other much simpler homes available. My grandparents, aunts, uncles, and mom had some paranormal experiences in that home. Most of these were attributed to the witch in, in typical Mexican in the witch in typical Mexican folklore fashion. The skinwalker they witnessed, or the Nahual they witnessed, however, was what made them leave. My mom says that one day she was inside the entrance. She, they, she keeps they this person keep this well this guy because he's a boy um i he mentions he's calling it a skinwalker but i'm gonna call it a nawal for the sake of the this um episode is or this deep dive is nawal and not skinwalker mm-hmm. um and it's in mexico so <laughs> so mind you whenever i say nawal he this person said skinwalker in their gotcha. thing Anyway, my mom says that one day she was inside at the entrance of the home with the door wide open playing with some toys. My aunts and uncles were in the same room behind her also playing and roughhousing while my grandfather was relaxing on a rocking chair in that room. She happened to look up right as a medium sized black dog was walking along the road in front of them in front of the home. What spooked her was that this dog had two human breasts hanging from its chest Mm -hmm. that were connected to its skin. Though it was part of its body. She says the breasts were hairless, which allowed her to see that they were indeed human breasts and not some sort of tumor growth on the dog. That's what I kind of would have, like, assumed. That, yeah. Yeah. Um, My mom says the dog instantly gave her very bad feelings and she started to cry. This caused the doctor to stop in his tracks and look at my mom. My grandfather got up and headed towards the door as did my aunts and uncles, to see what was happening. He instantly recognized what the creature was and pulled out a small revolver he was he always carried with him due to long treks he made on foot to his job. He aimed the revolver and tried pulling the trigger, but the gun kept jamming and would not fire. This That reminds me of like Peaky Blinders for some reason. Right. <laughs> he tried it multiple times, each time checking and making sure the gun was in proper working order, but it simply would not fire. All, while, all the while, the dog was just standing there watching. The dog eventually turned and started running down the road into some overgrowth along the side of the road. After it disappeared from view, my grandfather tried shooting his gun and it fired without a hitch. Although they were very limited financial, they were very limited financial wise. They moved out within a week after the skinwalker after the Nawal encounter. I know this is long. It's not. It wasn't that long, mm-hmm. but I wanted to include every detail that my family member provided with with me to create the best possible picture of what happened. Unfortunately, both of my grandparents have passed away when I was really young, so I cannot ask them about this event. I've never heard of Nawal, of the Nawal partially changing slash turning and found this quite interesting. And then the TLDR was my mom saw a black dog with human breasts hanging with it from its chest. Grandfather's gun jammed when trying to fire at the, at the dog. Gun worked perfectly fine once the dog ran away. Family believes it was the witch who lived at the top of the hill or the cerro, who apparently was also a uh, Nawal. Edit spelling and grammar. That uh, was like one of the better yeah. stories grammatically that I've read. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, like I did, like I said, he did mention this happened in the state of Veracruz that he would double check with her to see if she remembers the name of the town, but he didn't uh, reply anything else after that as far as what the town was called. So. All I know is it was like the state of Veracruz, and Veracruz is like a coastal state too. Just what was the name of that uh, person? That lightsaber boy. Because um, in the two that I read, someone 
named Arturo Lema, Lemus, I don't know. Anyway, said my mom told me a similar story. It happened around Veracruz or Puebla. And then like, Mm. is that where this, so apparently something's going on in Veracruz. Veracruz. Yeah. So yeah, guys, um, those are uh, Nahuales or Mexican skinwalkers or Mesoamerican skinwalkers because they go all the way down, uh, you know, what would have been considered Central America, I guess, or is considered Central America. So, yeah. Good shit, man. Oh, and there's an alternate spelling for Nahual, which is N-A-G-U-A-L, which is how it is in in, uh, Wikipedia. But then they spell like Nahual. N A G A or N A H U A T A A L and other parts of the Wikipedia. So yeah. Mm. Just a little fun fact. Yes. And I guys uh, know all about Noah. I swear we're not trying to do just Mexican <laughs> cryptids. Yeah. Okay, like, but it's okay. <laughs> yeah, they're like, we don't care about this shit. Well, right. I guess our non-Hispanic people are like, oh, interesting, hopefully. And hopefully. our Hispanic people, hopefully they've heard of them, but don't like, you know, because like I, I've heard of them, but I didn't really know, how, you know, how far into um, history and stuff. Like, no, how far down they went, like, you oh, know, right, what countries yeah. and stuff like that. Um or, you know, how it is that somebody became a Nahual. Because when I first heard about him, I was like, that'd be pretty dope to be able to, like, shapeshift into an animal. Oh, yeah. But then I yeah. found, like, it, it was like, oh, yeah, not everybody can do it. Especially if you're a born, like, in a, spurs- a specific date or an earthquake. I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, earthquake's better than a knife. You're, like, it's more powerful. Anyway. I did another one, like, while we were, like, calculating. It's like, you're a flower. I'm like, Bullshit. That one's bullshit. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I hope that you enjoyed that deep dive into Nawales, right? That would be Nawal. the Nawal. I don't know. I think is it, it's like a Bigfoot thing. Is it Nawales <laughs> and Nawales? I thought it was Nawales, but maybe it's just Nawal. Um, well, uh, go ahead. Yeah. All that to say, there's a deep dive on the subject of Nawal. And if you guys weren't aware of what a Nawal was, now you know. And if you did know but didn't know, you know, exactly what, you know, a Nawal was or how it became a Nawal or where the region was and stuff like that, well, now you know. Hopefully this was educational and entertaining for you. I learned something new. I, I did too, to be honest. I, I, like I said, I'd heard of them before, but I there was details that I wasn't aware of. So it was... Yeah, I can't say that I had. And I think I said that in the Lechuzas episode, too. I don't think I had ever heard in a while. But. Look, I'm going to tell you the only reason, though, like, I think the only reason why I knew what a Nahual was was because one, like, when I used to go out with my, my buddies when we used to go to Mexico, he was like, bro, I want to take you to this place here in Matamoros called Cafe Nahual. And I was like, all right, why? And he goes, because. Uh, he goes, they play the kind of music that you like. I was like, all right, badass, dude. I'd love to go to a bar that plays like like rock music and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then he never took me. And Oof. then later on, the place closed down. And I was like, well, Oof. that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember driving past and I was like, now what? I was like, hey, that's the place that they wanted to take me to that they never took mm-hmm. me to. That and that's the only reason. And then I asked him, what's a Nawal or why is it called that? And then he explained to me, oh, it's, you know, oh. shapeshifter, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. But like I said, I didn't know much more about it besides Details, that. Details, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> cool. So another little fun fact. Yes. Well, all right, guys. If y'all want to contact us, make sure to check out our website. That's webelievedu.com. On the website, there's a tab where you can find all our social medias. So make sure to go follow, like, and share on our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. There's also a listening tab where you can listen to the podcast directly on our website or click the link to your favorite site to listen to podcasts such as Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can also give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, which helps us move up in the ranks so more people can find us. And leave a review as and leave a review as well because we'll read that on the podcast. If you want any of our merch, feel free to check out our merch tab where you can find a variety of designs on t-shirts and hoodies designed by Michelle herself. There's also a donate button if you really want to help us out. 
And finally, if you want to reach us, besides DMing us on social media, you can click on the Contact Us tab where you can write in telling us that you want to be interviewed. Telling us that you want to be interviewed. We can keep you anonymous and only share the information that you want to share. You can also send in your stories for our stories of high strangeness. And if you send them in in Spanish, we can translate those for you as well. So don't be shy, guys. Share your stories with us because we believe. Do you?